0: Hey, what is going on, jiu-jitsu fans? It's Derek here again from uh, the Krakencast, uh, a jiu-jitsu journey. And uh, yeah, so today, uh, I know I've been a little delayed there uh, with any posts or podcasts. I actually initially started recording this and just went off the rails with it 100%, and so kind of got busy doing other stuff and just kept putting this off, but... Here I am looking to get some recording done and <clears throat> part of also what you'll see is as I get into this is why everything kind of got pushed back was as I delved into what this episode is about, the kind of initial history of jujitsu. uh, the more I've been reading analyzing, and looking into everything, um it's it's a big it's a bigger topic than which i'm happy about because i'm a huge history nerd i love studying and reading about these things so when i came to to looking into the history of jiu jitsu and i wanted to approach it from all aspects i didn't want to just focus on the brazilian aspect i i also wanted to look at its history with japan and <clears throat> and kind of the way it's evolved as a sport globally um so as i've gotten into that it it's there's many doors. Um, I've been reading a book called uh, Opening Closed Guard. It's the uh, the origins of Jiu Jitsu in Brazil, uh, which is actually an upcoming documentary coming out. Uh, the book's by Robert Drysdale. Um, I'm, I'm only partway into the book. It's pretty interesting so far. Um, a lot of people seem to think, feel there might be like an anti Gracie sentiment. I haven't gotten that so far in the book. Um, it definitely looks at alternative histories as far as other things that were possibly going on at the same time, and it doesn't necessarily take challenge the legitimacy of the Gracie's claim to, to their jujitsu, just shows another story behind it. And I, I mean, I think it's all super interesting, and, and it, it's cool regardless, and it, I don't think it takes away from the art at all. And, and what I appreciate and get out of it anyway, and I hope that uh, many of you feel the same way as I do. Um, anyway, so yeah, getting into the history, uh, at least this, I'm just going to kind of do, uh, this is more or less going to be like a part one of the history side of things, because um, I, I I don't even think I could scratch the surface, so I'm going to kind of go with the, the traditional, like, legends of Brazil kind of story, which was the, the kind of Helio Gracie, uh, Carlos Gracie kind of, creation of, of what we know as Brazilian or Gracie Jiu-Jitsu today. Um, so it was originally uh, more more derived from like a Judo style. Uh, tradition. it was Kano Jiu-Jitsu, which became Judo. Um, and a big pr- pr- practitioner of this was uh, Maeda. Uh, he started demonstrating all over the U.S. Um, he started training down in Brazil. Uh, while he was down in Brazil, he met the Gracie family started training uh, Carlos when he was about 15. And <clears throat> the, the the story is, is that Helio was too frail and small and, and couldn't compete at the same level and wasn't as athletic as, as his brother was. But he just watched the training, and while he was watching the training, he adapted a more um, technical approach, I, I guess is probably the better term for it, to allow a smaller person to efficiently use it without having to apply as much strength, which kind of becomes one of the main principles of jiu And again, this is something that <clears throat> gets challenged, not just the history, but also the effectiveness. But these are things that we'll get into in other episodes. I'm just going to stick to kind of the main story here anyway. <clears throat> Sorry. Anyway, uh, yeah, so he... he relied on that lesson strength uh, and then created the first kind of uh jiu jitsu academy around 1925 um, <clears throat> and while they had these academies and they started forming up uh to to prove the legitimacy of of their Gracie jiu jitsu and the the Brazilian jiu jitsu style um the Gracie started their their Gracie challenges uh along the lines with their uh, vale tudo kind of fights uh basically it was just like a ruleless Kind of, it was like the early origins of of MMA as we know it today. And with the Gracie challenges, they would essentially go out to all these other gyms and 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 dojos and fighting schools and stuff all around the area and just challenge people to fights and just to just to prove the dominance of the uh, of of jiu-jitsu. Um It's pretty cool. Like it takes me back to like watching a lot of the old. Um, Kung Fu and like like Jet Lee Li and Bruce Lee movies and all those things that I grew up watching. And and seeing like, you know, the the one school would come to the other school and challenge them to a fight and you'd see it all kinda of like that. So it's it's neat to think that like within my lifetime that stuff was still kind of even going on up until uh the early nineties. Um so again, this is a very, very rough, rough, rough history, uh Kind of the, the super Cole's notes uh, of of the story behind Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I do want to delve into the deeper history, but as I'm reading this book more, I don't think I would be able to do it justice. I basically skimmed through like Wikipedia and what I'd learned, just you know, from schools and 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 seeing the different uh, lineage <clears throat> and seeing those roots. So that's that's kind of the traditional story behind Jiu Jitsu and i mean it's it's a quick and dirty and i will definitely get into more uh detail as i as i finish this book and i've got a couple other things i want to read or documentaries i'd like to to go over and watch um just to kind of buff up my own history and make the these episodes as as fulfilling as entertaining for you guys as possible so anyway from the gracie challenges came the ever uh famous 1993 uh ufc 1 and that was the Ultimate Fighting Championship created by the Gracies. Uh, again, it was basically them bringing the Gracie Challenge to a, a now international scale. And this, again, was a no-holds bar, just <clears throat> everyone showed up. And so this brought forth a character, and this basically is where the Gracie name kind of got etched in stone like around the world. Suddenly, this this was making waves. Uh, so Hoyce Gracie was, <clears throat> um, uh, one of the, um, a member of the Gracie family, obviously, and <clears throat> had, had grown up ad- adopting his, uh, his father's style, uh, Helios style of, of jujitsu. <clears throat> and, uh, so his, uh, it was actually Hoyce's brother who wanted to create this, uh, this whole, this whole UFC thing. And so they chose hoist because they, they consider hoist wasn't the biggest or the strongest or even the, the best at jujitsu out of them. But they wanted to prove that you didn't even have to be the best uh, at the art to still be the most dominant compared to the other martial arts. So that's what Hoist did. He came out, and, and anyone, I'm sure most people that are listening to this are probably somewhat familiar with jiu-jitsu and definitely somewhat familiar with the UFC and have probably heard of Hoist Gracie and what he did there. But if you're unaware, he just dominated everyone he fought and won and went on to win a couple others. I forget. I, again, I'd have to go in more history. I did this very uh, quick and dirty for, for what it is. But <clears throat> from that, it... it uh, it definitely shot the prominence of jujitsu jitsu um into the limelight and suddenly it was just everyone was like man what is this we got to know this 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 is it this is this is the martial art and so it had that initial kind of growth through the 90s uh you'd start seeing more especially in the states there was more schools popping up um In Canada, for me, I'd say it wasn't until there was kind of that second UFC emergence. And I'm not sure. I'd have to, again, go into like the statistics and check what the actual schools were. But I'd say it's kind of around that ultimate fighter era of the UFC where suddenly more homes and more people started tuning in and watching the UFC, and it became a lot more organized from what it was in those early days of fighting. And that's when even my uh, I myself kind of noticed initially and started training was uh, mid two thousands and I initially went back to doing karate. That's what I had grown up doing, <clears throat> and I was still I I I had been interested and obviously had heard about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu at this point. I'd been a, a UFC fan and <clears throat> and and saw these sort of things, but I didn't see many schools kind of in my area where I grew up, and I was just in the suburbs outside of Toronto, and. i mean i wasn't necessarily actively looking either i grew up with karate karate was a martial art i knew and i always just kind of pushed whenever i wanted to train i'd go back to karate um but i just got to a point where karate wasn't quite fulfilling what i had looked for so suddenly there was a newer uh mixed martial arts gym that had opened up nearby and i'd actually been intrigued also by uh, muay thai and at the time like the Ongbok movies were pretty popular and so I'm, everyone had known about, like, the Mui Buran and all that. So I wanted to learn those, like, high-flying knees and elbows, and I figured it would be an easy transition from from striking to to another striking art. So cool. I started taking a couple classes, um, but I checked on the schedule, and I saw there was also, like, a Brazilian and the Japanese jiu-jitsu. Well, for the schedule, all that was more convenient for me to train that. When I first started, it was the Japanese one just kind of appealed to me more. And I didn't really know the difference between the two. So I assume there was no real difference. Um, and this is something i again, I'll probably get into more when I get into the history of of the Japanese side of jujitsu, uh, and, and kind of a comparison. I'd like to do more of like the styles, at least for my version. And I've seen when I've watched videos, about Japanese jujitsu, I've seen multiple variants and some that looked very similar to what I studied, like studied and learned how to, how to grapple with, um, and some that just look very drastically different and wouldn't even consider what I did to be Japanese Jiu-Jitsu. Um I enjoyed aspects of both I found um super interesting. But anyway, to before I get off on too much of a tangent here. Um with the uh with the emergence there, so you, I noticed that there was the schools there forming and you'd start seeing more MMA schools. And most of the MMA schools usually had a bit of a Jiu-Jitsu kind of uh, classes or something are offered by them. So it was nice to start to see um, that emergence kind of coming up. Um, and then I have noticed probably in the last couple, like four or five years, even for me out here, uh, a lot, where I am, it's not a huge jujitsu population. Um, we're, uh, even by Canadian standards, a very small population. Um, but I have seen the emergence of, of far more schools within the town here, and you're seeing more clubs and interest, and just even in the two year, two ish years that I've been back to training on and off, the classes that I started training at two years ago versus the class sizes that I'm training with now, all through the same gym, um, is it, it's it's fantastic. I love to see the uh, the the growth I'm seeing, like the the youth classes are growing. Um, you're seeing a far more diverse group coming out too, which is awesome to see um, far more women interested. Um, it, it's great to see on, on all levels where, where it is getting just from my personal scope on that. And again, uh, um, I'm keeping this very broad scope kind of history and I'm definitely going off on tangents as anybody that will continue to listen to this will see I tend to do. Uh, however, I will try to keep it as entertaining as possible. Um, so that's it really for me for the history for now. Um, I don't want to bore you guys too much or just keep rambling about the the details that I don't know. I'm trying to get through this book. Um, I go through periods where I read like a fiend and other times I slow right down. Depends on what's going on. But I am trying to get through this opening close guard. As I read this, there's a bunch of other sources and books that I'm kind of like opening at. So I am mean, going to probably break this down again. I'll probably do more of like an in-depth kind of like, This approach to the Brazilian history, Um, I need to still find more sources, information on the Japanese side. Because as with everything that seems to be with the Japanese martial arts that I've encountered, there's always multiple origin stories. And it's finding which kind of backstory points to or covers which ones cover the most of the same points. Getting to where point A is, point B is. Um, And then I'd even kind of look at kind of this American jujitsu movement. Um, not to give credence to the term, I I, I just think it's jujitsu, regardless of where it's from. Um, this has become a big thing that's popped up. I don't know if it's a big thing or if just something I've noticed about this term, American jujitsu, and I don't even know if it bothers me or not yet. I'm kind of on the fence about it. Uh, you can tell me if you got co- uh comments, anything, uh, regarding what you know about history. If you can learn me, learn me, teach me something. About uh, jiu-jitsu, I would love that. I'd love to have some experts. I'd love to have people I can discuss this with. Um, If you know or care to discuss about jiu-jitsu with me, send me a message. Uh, You can either message me privately on our uh, Instagram or Facebook groups. Uh, Just look up Kraken Jiu-Jitsu on either or Facebook or Instagram for now. Um, I think you can find me on Twitter at Derek at Kraken Jiu-Jitsu. um i tend to go off on tangents more on twitter but hey it is what it is um or yeah that's the main things instagram is probably the big one check out the the instagram i'll try and keep updates about this uh the podcast again i don't know frequency how often i'll be recording or not it all depends on my schedule how quick i can get this material out for you still very new to this whole thing. I, I want to kind of build up a better studio. I'm not just recording on my phone like I am right now. But uh again, I hope you guys are enjoying this regardless. Send me your uh input, any uh comments, questions, queries, anything you guys would like to know, any topics you want to discuss. Again, people you'd like to hear from, people you'd like me to interview. Um if you think you're worthy of an interview, send me a message, let me know why. Um I'm here to hear but from the people. This show is by the people, for the people. So, you the people, let me know. Uh, this is Derek signing out. Uh, I'll talk to you later.